Welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season 13, entitled The ABCs of Winning the Mental Game. We are celebrating and honoring the birth of our baby girl, Miss Eliana Bell Selking. We call her Ellie, and she has graced the world with her greatness in 2023. And so this season is dedicated to her, sort of a play on the name of the ABCs. But don't let that fool you. This is not just a children's season episode. This is actually a callback to the fundamentals of how we operate as human beings. You know, it's our world is in a really sad, I think, distracted, I think, disoriented state from an individual level to an organizational level. And I think there's a lot of fear in people in terms of how we operate and how we show up and the things that we're allowed to say and believe in and stand behind. And so this season is not meant to impart any one particularly belief angle on anyone, but rather a call back to fundamentals for yourself to consider who am I? What do I believe in? What am I willing to fight for? What actually matters to me? And can I clarify those things and then live them out on a consistent basis, in a consistent manner, so that I can stand firmly in who I am in this world and not be ashamed of it and not be afraid of it and not be divisive in my beliefs? but rather be intentional about building bridges and and maintaining hope and sharing vision. That's what this season is hopefully about. The ABCs, the fundamentals of winning the mental game. Just some of the basics about how human beings operate that are relatively uncontroversial in our world today, um, but hopefully challenge you to think about who you are, again, what your goals are and how you show up on a consistent basis so that you can truly stand for what is important to you and and be a force for good in this world. And so today we are on letter T in the alphabet and T is for time. You know, at the Selkin Performance Group, we have the honor of working with individuals who are seeking to find a next layer of their greatness, whether that's personally, whether that's professionally, as an athlete, as a business person. Um, We have a team of performance coaches that sort of span the spectrum of mental performance coaches, licensed uh, performance psychologists, uh, performance nutritionists, some sale a sales coach. So those types of elements um, that can help at the individual level. We also work with teams and sports teams and business organizations through keynote address or workshop style to help people understand the fundamentals of mindset and leadership so that we can really unleash performance excellence in the world. And so, you know, again, if those, check out our website, selkingperformance.com and let us know if you're interested in any of those things. Um, You can message me directly at drselking at selkingperformance.com. But the, the point is that whether you're doing individual work or whether you're doing organizational work, it takes time. You know, I we, we say all the time that, you know, mental development, mental performance is, is just like physical performance. Physical conditioning is like mental conditioning. And none of us walk into the gym on January 1st and then walk out and think, all right, great, glad I'm fit for the rest of the year, right? We would laugh about that. But yet- People think that their mental game should be like that. Well, I listened to a podcast today. I thought it would be positive all day, you know, or or I went to a, I went to a conference and I heard some really inspirational leadership speakers. Like I my leadership is set for the year. No, it doesn't work that way. I mean, we have to train our mindset. We have to train our leadership consistently just like we do our bodies. We have to invest the time 
into what we're doing if we're going to see meaningful results. And so when we look at the definition of time, obviously per every word, there's a there's multiple definitions. I thought this one was really interesting. It says, time is the continued sequence of existence and events that occurs in apparently irreversible succession from the past through the present and into the future. So time is this sequencing of events, right? Sequencing of experiences that, you know, make up the, our collective experience, if you will. And so I think when we when we are talking about high performance in this context on this podcast, how I want us to think about time is as an investment, right? Because again, that's what it takes to be great. That's what it takes to be physically fit. That's what it takes to be mentally fit, emotionally fit, spiritually fit, relationally fit. It takes time. You can't skip it because if you skip the present, guess what you're not going to have? The future that you say that you want. Now, the cool thing about time is that regardless of what you've done in the past with your time, you can actually change the manifestation of what that time brings you in the future if you're willing to do the work in the present, right? And so while we can't go back and change our past, we can transform our future if we're willing to do something different in the present. But that's what it always comes back to. Again, to the individuals, teams, or organizations that we work with, are you willing to invest what it takes to get what you say that you want? And, and I, you know, those are the only organizations that I personally work with. I mean, again, we've got an amazing team. We want to come alongside of anybody. But when, when we, when I go in depth with an individual, a team or an organization versus a one-off experience um, with them, it is because I know that there is heavy investment at the very top of the organization or with that individual that they are going to commit to do what is necessary to get what it is that they say that they want because I'm investing too much of my time, energy, and attention into it. And if if the other organization or person isn't willing to, I'm not willing to, because I know the value of time and we never know how much time we have. So I'm not willing to sacrifice my time, my energy, my attention for other people or organization who aren't willing to do so. Now, again, that looks at varying, that looks varying levels and degrees for every person. But man, I've worked with some little kids. I've worked with some inner city schools. I've worked with, you know, some some people that are struggling in life that are willing to give everything they've got to find that next layer. Those are the people I want to work with. I've worked with thriving organizations, really, really good teams that are like, we want to stay the best. How do we do that? Well, LFG, let's go get it. We can do that. If you're willing to invest, you're able to grow. That's what time gives you. And I think that in general in our society with just the expediency that we can get everything, which thank you, Amazon, I'm grateful for how fast we can get packages to the house, but how quickly social media gives us feedback and how you know short our attention spans are. I think in general, what we've seen, again, from those that we serve with from a client base is that... I think people underestimate the time that it takes for greatness to really happen. I mean, again, this season is dedicated to Ellie, right? So think about a baby. It's not like, you know, you get pregnant and you have a baby. I mean, it's a nine-month process. Now, obviously, sometimes it's shorter or a little bit longer than that. But in general, right, that's the gestation period of a human baby is nine months it takes for for that baby to come out. It, it takes some time to bake in there. And if you think about an elephant, right, their gestation period's longer. And so like 
life takes time to create. And if it comes out early, there's some challenges with that. And I think that when we think about expertise and excellence and leadership and culture, we have to understand that that too takes time. You know, it's the organizations that I've worked with. I've had the honor of of serving head coach Brian Kelly and his uh, football programs for seven years now. And his commitment to the process in these seven years and the framework for delivering high performance excellence has allowed a solid foundation and then a hundred plus people inside of his organizations to be able to get on board and lead that. I've been able to be the vice president of leadership and culture at Lippert, which is a global publicly traded manufacturing company with over 15,000 employees globally. We couldn't get to the amazing thriving culture that we have where people on our front lines know what it means to be a force for good, where people wake up every day truly caring about making lives better, where they care about quality product and taking care of our customers. Like that doesn't happen if our CEO, Jason Lipper, changes his mind every three months about what direction we're going and what our vision is. No, he's consistently stood behind that we're here to make lives better. We are on a, our vision is that business can be a force for good in the world because the government isn't going to change our world for the better anytime soon. The healthcare system isn't going to, and the education system isn't going to. They all have really good people inside of them trying to do really, really good work, but they're big, heavily regulated systems that are hard to change quickly. We believe that business, if led well, can change people's lives for the 40 plus hours a week that they're inside of that business, but then also how leaders choose to use their business to invest back into the communities that they're a part of. And again, we've been on that mission for over a decade now. And in that type of consistency from senior level leaders is what allows people inside of the organization to get on board with it. And again, I think we underestimate the amount of time that it really takes for people to wrap their head around what we're saying and what we're doing and how we go about doing what we do to manifest what we believe we can, again, from an athletic standpoint, from a business standpoint, from a family standpoint, from a relational standpoint. It was really interesting. Um, I had the honor of sitting down with former Notre Dame legend coach, Ara Parsegian, uh, before he passed. And it was actually my first year with Coach Kelly. And and Coach had a brand new staff. And I just asked Coach uh, Parsegian, what advice would you have, you know, when bringing a new staff together, what have you found be really important to the development of that staff and the alignment of it? And what he said is, there's no replacement for time spent. You can talk a lot. You can give a lot of memos, you know, is what he called them. You can send a lot of notes, um, but but there is no replacement for time spent for them being around you, hearing your vision, you seeing them work and giving them feedback. And so again, that investment of time, we talked about we talked about this in one of the earlier episodes too. One of the things that we really challenge our leaders from a manufacturing standpoint is go be with your people. Like physical presence we talked about is important. And, and why? Because it's that time investment that you're putting in, that you're learning the rhythms, that you're seeing the nuances of how your people are operating, of how your processes are really functioning. And within that time investment, you gain insights that means nobody can pull the wool over your eyes. 
And the same is true with our kids, right? We got to spend time with them. It's been such a blessing to have three full months that I've had nothing else, no other responsibility other than watching Ellie grow, learning her, getting to know her, understanding what her different cries and body movements are mean and, and how she's trying to communicate to us. It's been the most beautiful gift that I, I feel like I've ever, you know, Aaron and I have been trying for years to have a baby. And, you know, for us to finally be in this position where we get to to grow this little girl is such a gift. And, and I feel like if we would have had her three years ago when we started trying, you know, the other aspects of my life from football to, to business wouldn't have been in a place where I could literally actually focus on her for three months because I would have been worried and thinking about too many other things to truly be present with her. So I'm so grateful that God's given us this blessing of time. People always out there like, are you really think you're gonna be able to do this? Like prior to prior to to coming into this season, they're like, do you think you can really be at home just with her for those three months and and enjoy it? And I was like, are you crazy? We've been working our tails off for like the last 10 years running around 12, 15, Jesus, criminy, time is uh, elusive as well. You know, for over decades now of of working and grinding and traveling and being on the road and, and, and hustling. And not that that's not gonna change. I mean, we're gonna keep hustling, but man, yeah, I can I can step back and be in this season and be present and invest this time because I know how important it is. Check out the, and and this is why, because this quote from Al Duncan says it all. He says, stop spending your time, start investing your time. I don't feel like I'm, I haven't spent the last three months at home doing nothing, quote unquote, with this baby. I'm investing this time, these minutes with this beautiful baby girl that I believe is going to have an ROI a return on investment, a return on impact in her life, in my life, in the world. And so am I able to, was I able to do these three months with peace, with purpose, with passion? Hell yeah, because I knew what I was investing. And then guess what? That doesn't end at three months. Then it just shifts into the next season of time investment. And that's what we need to understand. Are we spending our time? Are we investing our time? Because when we shift our mindset, again, a mindset is a patterned way of thinking about what we are doing on a day-to-day basis. When we shift our mindset to investing and not spending, now all of a sudden it changes the game. We get more intentional. We get more passionate. We get more purposeful. We have more peace. We handle adversity better. We're grittier because we know why we're doing what we're doing. That's what this is all about. T is for time. And your championship mindset training for this week is to do a time analysis. Are you spending your time or are you investing your time? And then I want you to think, how do I need to reallocate my time? Or how do I need to shift my mindset from spending to investing so that I can make sure that every present moment I have is manifesting a future that is actually in my mind, in my heart to do. When we are more purposeful with our time, we are able to actually create the futures that are in our our hearts to do. And that's what we need now more than ever in our world.
Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, reach out to me directly if there's anything we can do for you. Dr. Selkin at selkinperformance.com. And make sure you check out our book, Winning the Mental Game, the playbook for building championship mindsets. You can find that on our website at selkinperformance.com or on Amazon. And then let us know how you're applying all this stuff. I'd love to hear, how are you investing your time? Tweet that out on on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Champ Mindsets. You can also shout it out on Instagram at Champ Mindsets. And then we're on LinkedIn and Facebook at Selkin Performance Group as well. And again, love to hear how you're thinking about this and how you're using it and how you are investing your time for greatness. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.